Welcome to Wine About It. Grab your glass, grab your bestie, because this Wednesday, the wine is all on us. We are, we are still not together. We are not. Socially distancing because we are a COVID conscious organization. And yeah. you're seeing some friends and family. So we're being careful. Yeah. And you can't be too careful with this shenanigans. No. Yeah. This time, I have some wine. <gasps> we're really whining this time. We're both having white. I'm having cupcake vineyards. And I'm hoping, how do I do that the behind? It, yeah, we can see it. Can you- Blanc. Yes. I'm having cupcake vineyards because I want it to taste like cupcakes. It doesn't. It tastes like cupcakes? No, it tastes like wine. Shocker. Wow. Okay, cheers. Cheers. Yay for us. Okay, I'm really, click. I'm really excited about tonight's podcast because every so often we are going to be doing a ask me anything so one of us gets to ask the other person something we've always wanted to ask so Mm. we're starting off kind of easy I'm going to be nice to you okay because I am the victim tonight tonight it could be amazing but I'm going to start off this is our first ask me anything so I'm going to start off really nice okay all right well Sam ask me anything Yes. Okay. So in one of our recent conversations, you said something that I loved so much and I even, I wrote it down. Okay. Okay. I'm going to read it to you. You said that Miria said this, we can't bring wellness if we're not also bringing acceptance. Wow. Wow. Right. Okay. All jokes aside, that's a great quote. And I wrote it down because it made me realize like, we have a wellness education organization, like a business together that's totally centered on wellness. And yet I've never asked you what wellness means to you. Mm. Okay, so what does wellness mean to you? Tell me everything. I have my- <laughs> I'm ready to, for more quotes. <laughs> no promises. Um, wellness means, I mean, I think it's a layered answer because I don't think you can have complete wellness without having you know met certain needs of your own um I think it takes a lot of reflection I think it takes a lot of work and it's not something that's easy which is sad um but I think I mean I I think I said it best um like just that full acceptance and like that could be acceptance from other people that can be acceptance I think the most profound is in yourself um, and just kind of living in your truth and being able to move past all of the barriers and truly have gotten out of your own way. Because, I mean, I think that's what holds us back is like most of the time it's us. It's like Taylor Swift says, you know, (laughs) if it's anyone, it's me. (laughs) I'm the problem. It's me. (laughs) <laughs> um, and I and I think that that's a big piece of what wellness means to me is like that full round well-rounded aspect of acceptance in yourself acceptance from others understanding why you are the way that you are and preparing to be better for it um 
and understanding like understanding your triggers understanding who you are at your core and accepting if that's who you want to be and if it's not then doing the things that you need to do to get to where you want to be I love that <laughs> good answer but oh, I have more okay. um okay so for anyone that doesn't know you if you can talk a little bit about your professional background and how that has infused and influenced your views on what wellness is. Oh, I would say, well, first of all, my professional background and my educational background have had the most impact on how I view the world and who I am and how I've gotten to where I am. Um, so I'll start with that little tidbit. Um, oh, but, <laughs> but I mean, for people that don't really know me or know anything about me, I have a bachelor's degree uh, in counseling psychology from Johnson & Wales uh, University. Um, and there I had an internship working with uh, children who were um, had undergone severe trauma or abuse or most likely both. And that changed like my whole perspective on counseling, on people, on pretty much life in general. It really opened my eyes to like a life that I hadn't seen before. The internship ended and I decided I wanted to go to grad school because if, <laughs> if you know anything about therapists, your schooling can't stop with a bachelor's. You have to have a master's degree. <laughs> um, and I decided to save some money. So I moved home uh, for grad school. I went to Westcott. I got my master's degree in clinical mental health counseling, which is more of a mouthful. But um, yeah, and, and then I had an internship at Danbury. And I did not work with kids there, even though I wanted to. I had all adult clients and their, their issues range from addiction to anxiety and depression, bipolar disorder, schizophrenia, I had like all across the board, okay. uh, which was in itself <laughs> an eye-opening experience. And I kind of understood humans a lot more after that, where I was like, oh, okay. So all of the things that I'd seen at my previous place um you know correlated to how adults act sure and like things that happened in your childhood and things that happened to you you know early on in your life greatly impact who you are how you turn out your view of the world all of those things um so I think it was it was a great experience and I you know I had clients that I absolutely adored um uh even through covid <laughs> and doing telehealth which was not easy um and i'll be honest i definitely felt a lot of burnout after that okay. so it taught me a lot about personal wellness and taking care of yourself and like what that really means and it is you know not great all the time and you kind of have to look at yourself objectively which is very hard to do um, but I don't think if not for my background, I would have done that. Right. Very long story short, uh, 
all of my education, all of my professional background has, you know, really sculpted and shaped my view on wellness personally and outwardly towards other people. So when you, so when you look at obstacles to wellness, like the barriers that keep people from accessing wellness or wellness resources in whatever way that that looks, when you looked, cause you worked with both youth and adults. So how does our barrier to being well look different when we're a kid versus when we're an adult? Hmm. Oh, it's, I mean, there are a million different ways that they're different. Um, that was a horrible sentence, but <laughs> um, like when you're a kid, you're kind of at the mercy of other people, right? So you have to rely on your parents to get you the help that you need or for an intervention to come along so you can get the help you need. Um, for adults, it's a little bit more frustrating because <laughs> aside from like the financial barrier that a lot of people face, because therapy is expensive, if you have to be on medication and your insurance might not cover the one that you need to be on, like that's, it can be really, really expensive to be well. Um, so aside from like a financial barrier, you still have to, you might have taken that step because you want to be better, you want to feel better, but you still have to do a lot of work. It's not a Band-Aid. Um, and I had a lot of clients that were like first time therapy goers that would be like, well, can't you just tell me what I need to do? Right. And the answer is always no. <laughs> like I, I can't just tell you, I can help you, but you have to forge that path for yourself. It's kind of like um, a good analogy for it is like your client is the driver of a car and you kind of have the map quest, like when you had to print it out, yeah. Oh my and, gosh, remember that? Yeah. <laughs> yes, I do. Um, <laughs> and it would be like five miles. And I'm like, how do you know? <laughs> <laughs> but we don't have to do that anymore. But imagine that we did. And you have all of the directions, um, but they're still confusing because they always were. Um, and I'm a landmark type of gal. So I was like, uh, so Southwest, what does that mean? Right. Um, but anyway, so, but you have all these directions, but you can only give the driver so many things at one time. So it's still a process. It still takes time and they can still make a wrong turn and still have to come, go back to where you started. And, you know, it, I, it takes a long time and that's why it's so frustrating. I mean, I found it very frustrating with insurance companies, not allowing enough time for people in therapy to get to where they need to be because it doesn't happen in eight weeks it doesn't happen in 12 sessions it doesn't happen you know if you see a therapist once a month it doesn't happen that like that that's really like a huge barrier for so many people for personal wellness is not being able to seek out those resources because they're unattainable and unaffordable and there um, could probably other barriers too like transportation oh yeah time off work or if you have like a, a baby at home or a toddler at home your child care 
Like I'm, I'm sure like, even if you have access to get those appointments, there's probably still so many other possible potential barriers. Yeah. Um, a lot of my clients loved the fact that we were just doing telehealth because they didn't have to worry about transportation. They didn't have to worry about who was going to watch their kid. It's, there's, there are a lot of barriers and like work days in particular, I, I mean, I had a nine to five. So like if you work a regular job, a nine to five job, you might not be able to attend like a therapy session in the middle of the day. Right. Um, which is like a whole other conversation about how, you know, businesses should prioritize that for their employees. But, you know, that's a whole movement for another. I mean, it's definitely something that we advocate for quite a bit. So, yeah, I mean, understanding that your, your employees are not going to be as productive. They are not going to be as pleasant. (laughs) They, they will not want to be there as much if they are not well. And if going to therapy is part of what's going to help them get to where they need to be, then companies and, you know, businesses should be supporting that. And if it means like they need an hour a week to attend a therapy session, then that should be integrated in their work week, you know, in some way, shape or form. A hundred percent, hundred percent. Like it's, it seems so obvious, but it's just not. I'm not sure how it is in other countries, but it's just like so un-American seeming to think that, you know, workers are going to take like their full lunch away from their desk, let alone be able to have time that's not just because you're sick or because you're on vacation, but having wellness be such a built-in part of what makes for a healthy employee and a healthy person and have that be, you know, provided for just built into our job culture, I think would be completely changing everything about how things are right now. Yeah. I have one more. Um, Last question. So I don't know if you've had this experience, but I feel like when I tell people, when they ask what our business is, and I tell them that we're a wellness education company, I get that like, look, or I've (laughs) asked like, so is it like life coaching and like not to shade anyone who's in the business of life coaching or that business, you know, at all, um, we are something very different. And so, I mean, you, you could totally have gone, you could be private practice right now. I mean, your background, your ability, your just innate compassion for people, you would be amazing but you chose this with me Um, (laughs) because anyone can. Um, So what, what is it about what we're doing and your view of wellness that makes this different? I, so after I got out of my funk and the internship and doing all of those things, I really had to like sit and sit with myself for a while and be like, well, what do I want? Cause it's clearly not that. And I felt like, and I had to get over feeling like such a failure and feeling guilty and feeling like, you know, I spent all this time and effort and money doing to do this. And I don't even want to anymore. (laughs) Like, you know, I felt like so 
I felt so stupid. Like I felt like, why did I waste all my time and effort and a lot of money just to be like, no. And like, how did I not figure it out? Like I went to school for like six years. Like, how did I not, <laughs> how did I not feel that? And right. I think the reality is that I wanted to do those things. I wanted to help people and teach people about wellness and coping and, you know, help them find those things, but not like that. You know, right. my passion for all of those things is still there, but I don't want to do it like that. I don't want to feel like that. And I shouldn't yeah. feel like that. And I think that that that's what really sold me on like our business and like wanting to be like, yeah, okay. And that was really what the passion was in the first place, the desire to help people in whatever capacity that I could do. I'm not a math person. So like, I can't be a doctor or anything like that, but, um, <laughs> but I could do this. I have empathy for people. I love working with people. I love talking to people and having these conversations and helping guide and be, be a solid presence in somebody's life and be somebody that is, you know, is there for you. Yeah. But I wanted to flip that script because I don't think that that way is the only way. Right. And that's what I love so much about what we're doing and how innovative that this idea really is bringing wellness to people. So it's less barriers. So there's less restriction and, you know, providing these resources to people so they don't have to seek them out as heavily and it's available and ready to go. And, you know, anybody can get something from it. And I think that's the point is that whether or not you're on a wellness journey and like, whether or not you're ready to like talk about your feelings or, you know, what your life's about, like in our seminars, in our workshops, there is something for everybody on every stage that you're at, because we've been there. And like, that's the best part is like, this is, this is real life. Yeah. With, you know, wellness and like experience. So yeah, I think that that's what really sold me on not going into a private practice, not, you know, <laughs> continuing in a community health center or going back to a group home situation. I wanted to help people, but I didn't find that to be a sustainable way for me to do it. Yeah. And it's amazing. And like, there's a place for everyone within the wellness community. Like those are such critical roles. And, but knowing that you can get, gain that background, you can do the same studies, you can get all of that knowledge and choose something in a different way. I think it's so cool for people and to know that like, you don't have to be ashamed and feel bad about it because you know, choosing what is going to best suit you is what's going to give better to others, you know? Yeah. Like that's, that's really what I wanted to do. I wanted to be that person and yeah. I get to do that without feeling like I hate my life. 
(laughs) (laughs) I mean, I think that that's like the best thing in the world is I get to, you know, flip that script and be like, you don't have to, you don't have to do it like everybody else does it. Yeah. So yeah, that's my message to like any children listening, I guess. Like it's okay. (laughs) And your degrees matter and your effort matters, but you're not a slave to those things either. Yeah. Amen. I love that. Well, thank you for answering all our questions and being so open. <laughs> You're welcome. These were easy questions. Were they? Awesome. Wait till next time. Oh, great. <laughs> yeah. You'll need to pour more wine. Yeah, apparently this glass wasn't big enough. So <laughs> well, cheers. Cheers. Thanks for asking me all the all the tough questions. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll we'll whine about something else next time. Yeah. All right. See you next week, everyone. See you next week. Bye. Hey, but so if you want to ask Miria other questions, either about these topics or something different, Mm -hmm. either she'll answer them after or we can cover them next time. So make sure they're juicy. Ask below.